Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. said yes to God, just like that first son. They said, oh yeah, absolutely. We're, we're all in. We'll serve you. We're completely for you, God. But they weren't. They were completely for themselves. They weren't serving God. They were serving themselves. But the tax collectors, the harlots, they actually repented and were living consecrated lives. You may have heard the saying about putting lipstick on a pig. You can dress up the outside but it's what's underneath that really matters. Today, Pastor Robert explains that the spiritual leaders in Jesus' time weren't serving God, but themselves. They looked good on the outside, but didn't let God change their hearts. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 21 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Somebody here give this guy authority to be doing what he's doing? Come in here changing the way we do things? No. Who gave you authority to do this stuff? And they were all over him, calling him out in front of everybody. They considered him to be a fraud, and they wanted to publicly humiliate him, but it backfired. Verse 24, verses 24 to 32, tells us, Jesus answered and said to them, I also will ask you one thing, and if you tell me, likewise, I will tell you by what authority I do these things. In other words, okay, all right, wait. If you'll be straight with me, I'll be straight with you. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? Now, most of you probably know, but there may be a, a, a good many of you who don't. You know, he's, he's talking about John the Baptist. He's, he's talking about his cousin. By this time, John was dead. King Herod had him executed. But John the Baptist came, and, and, and the Bible tells us, we've already studied it earlier in Matthew, you know, he's, he, he was out preaching this hellfire message of, you know, turn or burn, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But none of these men repented. So Jesus says, so what do you think? the baptism of John. You know, he's out there baptizing people in the Jordan River. What was that about? Was that heaven? Was that man? Was that God? Was that just his idea? And it says here, verse 25, continuing, they reasoned among themselves saying, if we say from heaven, he's going to say to us, well, then why didn't you believe him? 
But if we say for men, we fear the multitude, for all count John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus and said, we don't know. Typical politician, by the way. Don't, don't, don't even get me started. Anyway, and, and he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, likewise. And he answered and said, on my way, dad, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said to him, the first. Jesus said to them, assuredly, I say to you that tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. He didn't let him get away with it, did he? We don't know. Yes, you do, you lying bunch of hypocrites. John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe him. Do you hear what he's telling them? So I, I think it's probably difficult for us to appreciate the magnitude of what's going on here. I mean, these men, it's in their seat of power, their seat of authority. He's in their temple courts as far as they're concerned, as far as the people were concerned. Do you understand the, the governor, the Roman governor couldn't even do this and get away with it. Come into the temple courts and confront the chief priests. It caused a riot. And here was this nobody telling them in front of everybody that they were worse than the lowest scum of their society. Even the sex workers and the tax collectors are getting right with God before you, he said. Because see, these, these men, these priests who had said yes to God, just like that first son, they said, oh, yeah, absolutely, we're, we're all in. We'll serve you. We're completely for you, God. But they weren't. They were completely for themselves. They weren't serving God. They were serving themselves. But the tax collectors, the harlots, they actually repented and were living consecrated lives. And see, this whole thing, it infuriated these leaders, these chief priests, except for two of them that we know of. There are two of them that it seems like maybe they were listening. See, it looks like at least two of them received his rebuke. In John chapter 19, and by the way, remember what I told you, you know, we're, we're probably on Tuesday, right? What day was Jesus crucified? Friday. Think about that. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're going to kill him. So this is immediately before. A couple of days later, John 19, 38 to 42 tells us after this, after the crucifixion, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, 
asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took the body of Jesus. And Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 100 pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus and bound it in strips of linen with the spices, as is the, the custom of Jesus to bury. And now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was nearby. Now, see, Mark's gospel tells us that Joseph was a prominent council member. Luke tells us he was a council member. Mark adds the word prominent council member. He was one of these men. He was part of the 70. And so was Nicodemus, by the way, because Matthew told us that earlier when Nicodemus first came to Jesus. Nicodemus was one of the elders. How did they become disciples of Jesus? Listen to me. They received the rebuke. Do you understand? They received the rebuke. What do I mean by received the rebuke? What I mean is they didn't try to shift the blame. They didn't start making excuses. Well, yeah, I know, you know, I probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I mean, I know the Bible says that, but I mean, I mean, this, you know, da 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 they didn't, they didn't start shifting the blame. They didn't start trying to play games with God. They didn't make excuses for themselves. They actually took it to heart. When Jesus called them a bunch of hypocrites, Whitewashed tombs, he calls them in another place. Joseph and Nicodemus apparently said, yeah, that's, you're right. Listen, nobody can be a Christian that Jesus will recognize as a Christian without receiving discipline from Jesus. And that means receiving a rebuke, or honestly, more than one. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.